Blog Talk Radio. At last, my love has come along. My lonely days are over. And life is like a song Oh yeah, yeah, at last The sky's above the blue My heart was wrapped up in clover The night I look at you I found a dream That I could speak to A dream that I Can call my own I found a thrill To my cheek to a thrill that I have never known. Oh yeah, yeah, you smile, you smile. Oh, and then the spell was cast, and here we are. In heaven For you are mine At last Baby, you understand me now If sometimes you see that I'm mad Don't you know no one alive can always be an angel When everything goes wrong you see some bad But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good Oh Lord, please don't let me be Understood. You know, sometimes, baby, I'm so carefree with a joy that's hard to hide. And then sometimes again, it seems that all I have is worry. And then you're bound to see my other side. But I'm just a soul's intentions Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood I want you to know I never mean to take it out on you Life has problems 
And I get more than my share But that's one thing I never mean to do Cause I love you I'm just human Don't you know I have faults like anyone Sometimes I find myself alone Regretting some little foolish thing Some simple thing that I have done Cause I'm just a soul whose intentions are good Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood Don't let me be misunderstood I try so hard, so please don't let me be misunderstood My Hotel, Grand Rising, Better Love You are listening to the Truth to Power show with Eric and I'm Beverly And we have a full house tonight powerhouse tonight. We have uh, a new guest that's with us on the mound table. And how are you doing? Oh, and the music was Etta James and Nina Simone. And how are you doing, uh, Eric, this evening? Oh, man. I'm over here sitting under this fig tree. And uh, and I'm doing real swell, babe. Uh, I could tell that the the spirit is real high on the feminine side. The females yes. have spoke. And, uh, yes. oh, boy. Whoa, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> I, want, I want to bring the mental tree to the table. I want to bring the mycelium family to the table, the mushrooms and all the little unseen creatures that live inside the soil, that live inside the tree bark. I want to bring the great uh, California redwood tree to the table, excuse me. I also want to bring the great pine tree to the table, the oak, the acacia tree, the baobab tree, the sycamore or sick no more tree, the eucalyptus tree, the birch tree, which gives you uh, delicious birch water and birch syrup and also the miraculous and powerful chaga mushroom, one of the richest melanated foods on the planet. And, uh, yes, and uh, and uh, so, babe, let's get right into it because we're going down the rabbit hole, you know. Another word for rabbit is hair. And we talked about the hair this year, you know. Uh, I'm talking about the antennas on your hair. Tonight is a nine, so definitely talk about the nine ether in your hair. But another word for rabbit is also hair. And uh, <laughs> it's very interesting, you know, how things uh, <laughs> line themselves up. And, uh, <laughs> And so we call it our hair antennas, right? Well, this creature that we'll be talking about tonight, actually three creatures out of the same family. That's the ant, the wasp, and the bee are all in the same family. And so uh, they use the antennas for everything. You know, rabbit have ears, the hare have big ears, and the ant has no ears. In Chinese, isn't this the year of the, the rab- water rabbit? You know, come on, babe, the water rabbit. Yes, yes. So, you know, uh, so let's get into this, babe. Uh, I called you. Yeah, I know this is unorthodox, but uh, I know you're going uh, gonna to trip off this. You know, we had that orchid. I sent you a letter saying, yeah, babe, I want you to go get you an orchid. 
and uh, check out this flower magic with the orchid. And when I asked for your address, you told me you live on Orchid Street. <laughs> okay. All right. So yesterday I called you. I said, Bev, what you eating on? Remember that? Yeah. You mind telling was, the people what you was eating? I was eating some fudge. Oh, I mean, you not said fudge. fudge. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was eating that too. But I was eating a fig bar when you called. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad we get to share this over the radio, unscripted, unplanned. Ain't no way we can make it up, Bill. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I said makeup and healer cells might be in the makeup y'all using. <laughs> anyway, Bill, mm-hmm. you was eating a fig bar. Now, all we yeah. were talking about is gold and gold bars, right? Yeah. Backwards, the word fig, and you are a gift, Bill. Fig is a gift backwards, G-I-F. But what's so more important of that is G is seven and I is nine. Now, you notice the mound table, the periodic table, the turn table, the gambling table, you know, the water table, kitchen table, all these tables. But uh, the periodic table, 79, is gold. So we're talking gold bars. You was eating gold bars. Now, mm-hmm. Ben, tonight we on the table, we're going to talk about the ant, the wasp, and quantum mania. Beverly, do you not know that in order to eat a fig, you need a wasp because wasps lay their larva in figs? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I translate wasp as words, as sound powers, because these three creatures that I just named, the bee, the wasp, and the ant, they all communicate with sound. Mm. It's right on point as usual, Beverly, the naturalist. We had a hood mystic, and we have Miss Kyle French, and we have Brother Derek, and we have the huge, large family that's growing by the minute on the table tonight. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty much, uh, I'm pretty much complete. Uh, we have a lot to uh, serve out on the table. You know, everybody bring them a tree or bring something, a, a dish, a fruit. You know, some cornbread. Bring something to the table when you come on tonight, if you don't mind. You know, and uh, keep this thing family light. And uh, much respect and honors to everyone over the years who have added to our uh, knowledge build and some people have actually put that knowledge into work so we thank them very much yeah and, uh yeah beverly just keep that turntable smoking i'm gonna be in the background and i'm gonna tell you why <clears throat> when you're on with eddie you you form a triangle it's called the bermuda triangle puerto rico cuba and the and um and bermuda right and yeah. so uh here tonight you will have a triangle along with Kaya French and and Brother Kyrie. So uh, if if you see them hands out there and, and uh, you want to bring them in or you all have a triangle conversation for a little while, I know uh, Brother Derek going to bring some information, uh, the Ant-Man information also, but uh, I want you all to vibe for a little while so you all can connect on that triangle. And then, uh, okay. and then we'll, you know, we'll get the same rolling. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, y'all, we have a fabulous you, Before you play mm-hmm. back. Before you uh, go back, uh, I'm going to bring them up here. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, he, this is is uh, this is Hood Mystic. Peace. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. And Ooh, I see another. Man. Go ahead. I was just saying greetings to the brother. Same man. Peace to you, brothers. Nice to speak mm-hmm. to you once again. 
Oh man, <laughs> oh man, this stuff is ridiculous. <laughs> Go ahead, you got you got Kaya French out there, man. Uh, I see a two one six number. I don't know who is. Let me see who is this. Is this two one six? Who are you? My name is Patricia. I'm a caller. Uh, would you all okay. be doing any type of readings? Well, probably so. So we, we're going to put you back on hold, and when they do the readings, I'll open you back up, okay? Thank you. Thank you. All right, all right. Okay, so, let me okay, see. I think I see, um, I think I see uh, Tyra. Let me see if she is here. Okay, Kaya. Hey, family. How you doing tonight? Um, Great. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Big up, Kaya. Big up. Come on up in here. Well, y'all got that Michigan triangle going. I, I'm not going. I'm going to step out the way. All right. Y'all do what y'all do, man. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for coming on this mound tonight, boy. It's going to be popping. I'm going to sit back. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead, y'all. Go ahead. Now, welcome now, in. Welcome in. Yes, welcome. A better love, everyone. Now, Hood Mystic, you um, kind of tell us what do you do? And... Sure. Um, my name is Kyrie Anthony or some people call me the hood mystic. Um, I'm an astrologer by trade, but I'm also an author, author of um, certain books of called How to Read Natal Charts Easily Effectively, The Shadow Work Workbook and Journal, uh, Chakra Nova, Astrology Explained, to name a few. Um, my goal is to remind and let melanated people know that they are, in fact, spiritual beings having human experiences. And, you know, I work ceaselessly and endlessly to uplift my people and elucidate my people to their spiritual selves. So you can find me on YouTube, Hood Mystic, or check me out on my website, hoodmystic.com, or just Google my name, Kyrie Anthony. Hello? God, did y'all hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah. All right, all right, yeah, all right. Okay, okay. so uh, Kaya French, want to introduce yourself to the fam? Peace, everyone. I'm Supreme Goddess Kaya French here in Detroit, Michigan, an actual miracle analyst, one who studies the science of numbers, the frequency of vibration, and the characteristics of the numbers. Uh, for your birthday, for your business name, through just energy, period. <laughs> just analyze the numbers, more focused, like a double pair of glasses. Um, and that is me. All right. Yeah, you've been at the table before, Kai. You've been people getting familiar with you, blowing it up over here. But, uh, uh, Brother Kyrie, please, uh, Please uh, take us on the mound journey, man. What, this is the mound table, and I, I checked out your Eagle Mound video today. Mm-hmm. I thought that, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was real fat. Uh, you know, talking about the since the Eagle is on the board, we're talking about Philadelphia and a lot mm-hmm. of ground to cover. Brother, just just enter in the way you know the way nature would have it, man. You know, whatever divine nature takes you, just 
you know, uh, give us something. And uh, you and Kaya, you know, and Barry, y'all, y'all vibe over there for a little while. Then we're going to let some callers in and join the mound. I'm going mute. Sure. Um, I think it's essential for us as melanated people to uh, ritualize and reclaim and rediscover our mound heritage as mound builders, as ancient Atlanteans. Um, uh, One of the people that we could read on or read like psychic readings from is Edgar Cayce. Um, He goes extensively on the history of America and how important it is to the fabric of just the universe as a whole. Uh, And the remnant of Atlantis in this country is mound. So we learn a lot psychically, energetically from the mound. So it's not really literal. Like if I was to just give you a book and tell you to read this and you will learn from a book. Well, the mounds don't necessarily work like that. Um, Growing up in Ohio, um, it's over 10,000 mounds in Ohio. And the mounds literally reached out to me and grabbed me and and taught me and elevated me and educated me. And it's all a psychic transference. Um, When we talk about the mycelium network, when we talk about the fairy realm, You can Google fairy mounds in Ireland. When we talk about energetic and intelligent life, the mycelium network, uh, mounds are that portal. Because if you um, understand it, mounds are built on ley lines, uh, energetic sensors for which we can channel energy and information as melanated people. And I'll finish with this. Um, Your courthouse, your city hall, your major building in your downtown, wherever you probably live at in America, it's probably built on a mound uh, because our the civilization that we're living in is built on top of ancient mound civilization. So the rule of thumb for me is that this whole continent is a burial ground. And, and if you could just see past the initial layer of illusion, in contact with that underground level, it's a deep connection to the ancestral realm because all of the thing I can credit personally all my success to connecting with the mounds in ancient Ohio. So, yeah, that's just my personal opinion on the power of the mounds, and it's just an honor to be at the mound table. And we would say a coincidence, but when we evolved to such a point, um, we realized that there is no such thing as a coincidence. Everything is divinely orchestrated. Uh, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Uh, they kicked me out. I'm on, uh, Eric, you, you're going to have to kind of guide. I'm on the um, the call-in line. I, I, I can't get in as the host. <laughs> Man, they can't do right that out. We're on the mile and the hole. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, man. We we all right then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we said we was in for a ride. Boy, this seven gonna bring up some more, some flip flop. We gonna be flipping and flopping. <laughs> man, we are in water and fire energy today. Mm, man, and Henrietta is a Leo. Yeah, let, 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 let me uh 
let me bring the system to the table and then uh and then yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep the train rolling. Oh, All right, y'all. I, I I still got access to the uh, board. I can open the oh, line. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, no Henrietta, we're gonna bring Henrietta. She's been waiting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's been patiently waiting. You know, she 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 hoping y'all bring y'all to come empty-handed because. She got a lot to give, as y'all know. She got everything to give. So yeah, please don't come to the table empty-handed tonight. This woman, this sister right here, still giving, right? She left. She left up out of here uh, way back in 1951, and part of her anyway. Oh, in October, in a time, she's still here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, in a big way, in a big way. And uh, and Kaya, last week we was on. You you talked about the numbers one and four. Well, how about this? The sister was born August the 1st, 1920, and part of herself left out of here August the 4th, 1951. Uh, Her her key numbers is the ones, four, and five. She had five children. And um, so the one is her original number. She born on the 1st, and then her um, death is the 4th. And then she went into the hospital at the age of 31, because one is four. And she was uh, in there for four months and a half, four, the four energy number, right? So, but the year she made her transition or her demise is 1951, which is the year of the seven, right? And we are also right now in 2023, the year of the seven. So why, not saying why, but there is some, some significant question in her death First of all, her burial is really unknown, right? They say it's unknown. So do we actually know was she even buried? Or did they do more research on her body? They claim it was next to her mother, but where's her mother? It's, it's an unmarked cemetery in Lex, Lextown in Virginia. On a plantation mm. that was owned by slaves. Okay. All right. Well, wow. Y'all, y'all still, y'all keep stepping with Henrietta. All right. I, I brought her to the table. I tell y'all her numbers and y'all, y'all build from there. Right. We'll just build on this mound and we'll, 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 uh, we'll make sure we, uh, we keep it, we keep it going with some other guests on tonight, but, uh, y'all, y'all go ahead and take it from there. I know, I know, uh, Hood Mystic got a lot to build on with the sister. So yeah, y'all go ahead. I'm going to mute. Thank y'all for being here once again. Mm-hmm. So you got Henrietta Wax. Uh, and then you have the Ant-Man movie, which came out uh, February 17th, which is 10, which is 1, which is another synchronicity or identification that, you know, Henrietta Lacks is Ant-Man, right? Because even within Mm -hmm. the Henrietta, um, you've got Ant in there. And then if you, the first Ant-Man, uh, before Scott Lang, guess what his name is? Henry, right? So that right there, Henry Pym or Hank Pym, okay? Hank could it be another thing for Lax, but if we want to look at the Gila cells, right, how do we get the name Gila? Well, they took the first two letters of Henrietta, and then they took the first two letters of Lax. Well, tell me why the first two letters of Henry is H-E, but the new uh, Ant-Man isn't Henry. It's Scott Lang. Lang, first two letters of Lang 
is what? L-A. So H-E-L-A is the first two letters, first and last name of Henry and Lang. So you get Hela there. And then you got Ant-Man and Thor, which is kind of like a parallel mythos. The last, well, the second to last villain, Thor Thor Ragnarok, they have a villain by the name of, I guess it's a coincidence, but the villain's name is Eight, and it's a woman in all black, and it's supposed to be Odin's daughter. So when we look at Ant-Man, we're going to dive deeper into this, but I think it's very important that the collective watch this movie with their third eye open and understand that they watching a biography or an interpretation of what they've been studying through the cells of Henrietta Lacks. And we've and we've also learned that these uh these comic book writers and these people they was on heavy 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 uh, transformative uh, psychedelics, you know, and uh, studying yeah. these uh, you're studying nature. They studied the brother uh, Serge Nebret, who was the original Black Panther. They called him in the in the uh, bodybuilding world, where they they took the prize from him. With uh, he was he was going against Lou Ferrigno, who, who happens to be the Hulk, coincidentally, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this brother was man. This brother was blowing him out the water, man. And uh, you know, and they 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 robbed him up the uh, trophy and gave it to Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's when Arnold Schwarzenegger became big internationally known in the world when he won that against Serge. Y'all can look him up, Serge Nebret. His nickname was the Black Panther. And so, uh, you know, man, yeah, man, this stuff runs so deep, so deep, so deep. Well, yeah, y'all, y'all please but continue. But to add on to that, add on to that, Schwarzenegger, Schwartz is black, and Nager is black. So Absolutely. him harnessing yeah. that energy and then the success and then even deeper – who did he have to kill to continue on? Tukey Williams, which is another Adonis-like figure for which you probably don't see the war of the Aries energies, but, you know, it's like covert. You know, they'll lock up the Aries masculine man, call him a gang leader, and then execute him, but you don't even see the war that Arnold Schwarzenegger is kind of playing out vicariously through his positions in office because how did he become a governor in california and he's from germany mm, yeah and that uh the energy of we just had this game the energy of all those games all uh candy bars are mars bars so yeah they definitely be on that war energy and you know and oh, yeah. they, they do yeah yeah that's right that's right yeah on that war energy that aries for sure. Yeah, and the Rams, there you go. The Rams won it last year. <laughs> and it show you how to be playing. In L.A. Thank you, brother. In L.A. Yes. Continue on, please. Y'all step right into it. We, we, Kaya, you all right? You kind of quiet tonight, Kaya. Kaya gone. So, uh, so yeah, Ant-Man, uh, I, uh, let me tell you what, I, what I've seen in Ant-Man. I've seen the intelligence of the underworld, uh, telepathy. Uh, everybody working together. Uh, everything is alive and well and thriving, you know, uh, and the quantum. Everything is thriving. Uh, 
uh, mental mental uh, things appearing from your mental state is is you know is actuality. You can actualize things from your mental state. You know, uh, oh man, just so so much when they was going. It was it was really good. You know, it was really. I I, I miss Nick Fury. I miss Samuel Jackson in there, Mister Glass. Samuel Jackson, if y'all look at his uh, Zodiac, he's right on the cusp of Capricorn and Sagittarius. But they actually mark him as a Sagittarius, which makes sense because he played in a movie called Glass. And the cell sought for Sagittarius is quartz or silica or glass. So, yes, he played Nick Fury in there, and I missed it. I didn't even I didn't even see his character in there, but that was pretty slick how he put. And then the coach for the Philadelphia Eagles' name was Nick. <laughs> oh man, okay, yeah. What else you got? What else you got? And- yeah, we got the previous um, quarterback before Jalen Hurts. His name was Nick too, Nick Foles. Um, so that that corresponded. But yeah, everything being alive, and I think that's really the key because we are built up in the colonized the colonized world, and everything we know. We built in. We we surrounded by all of this dead material, for which the living world, the ancestral world, the fairy kingdom, the quantum world, uh, these things are like actually speaking back in real time. Uh, one time, very recently, um, spirit told me I was having a very visceral moment with spirit, and my eyes were closed, and then when my eyes opened. I saw nothing, but I felt the same sensations that I felt with my eyes closed. And Spirit told me at that time that there's a lot going on that you just cannot see. Uh, And because we cannot specifically perceive it and see it, please don't imagine that it is not happening at deeper levels of the electromagnetic spectrum. So, with that being said, our understanding based upon our emotional frequency, regardless of what's happening on the news or what's happening in our lives, is an opportunity to tap into the deep quantum world. I mean, they call it the movie Quantum Mania, right? In reference to uh, you can wake up in whatever timeline you want to wake up in, depending on if you just constantly holding on to this specific timeline. So it's just like as spiritual beings, uh, being able to tap into those timelines, it just shows that it's available if our minds are open to it. That reminds me of the movie The Butterfly Effect. You ever watched that movie? Yeah, it's exactly like that. Like, I mean, think about it, Kaya. Like, me and you are close. We're cool, right? But then... Mm -hmm. Just our relationship spawned this conversation that we're having on this platform based upon who you know and the fact that I know you, even to the point like what is the precipice of me getting to know you? I think that I know for a fact that you, it was already written that we were going to meet in this lifetime and do the things that we're doing, even if we're not talking all the time and building we've already established a spiritual connection and it's like by building that and establishing that connection, that butterfly effect is like reverberating in this present moment. And I think that's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I think we, um, 
it's amazing how like certain certain experience happen or even like you know you say in the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is deep. <laughs> I'm not sure if people ever really if they're um it's kinda like um I wanna say the movie Soul, but Soul give it just a little, a little bit of glimpse of it. And actually the movie Soul told you exactly what they do in this world <laughs> as far as come down to the food that you eat. Um, the things that you do, the the job. I mean, just look at what they talk about and even the cat, right? How they switch their bodies like that. They got switched in the body trying to reach, what's his name, Moonlight, Moon Cab, was it the little man on the street on the corner. So making look at homeless people kind of different as if they not really are a part of this world. They actually like spirit guides to uh, untethered worlds to get into the, spiritual was the physical realm to get back into some type of body form to fulfill a mission and purpose in life, if this makes sense. But it's almost like the Henrietta thing, I guess, because you're tapping into another astral realm of the world when you in meditation state. You're higher. You're going into frequency. You're going to higher realms. You see things. You hear things. Clear on, clear on, clear volume, whatever you do. Um, these energies are forever present. So, Meeting people, like, we have that feeling, like, I feel like I know you. Uh, we met before. He's, what y'all call him? That's uh, another word for him. Um, deja vu. Well, I've been having soul a lot mate. of deja vu experience, have y'all? But what's old mate and then it's just the other one? Soul mate and what? Twin flame. Um, yeah, twin flame. Twin flame. What's the difference between them two? Is one, like... One is here, one mirrors you and one pushes you, or one is your soulmate and the other one is here to push you onto the higher level of yourself? Yeah, I think it's more of like we could be on this mound table could be considered soulmates, like mates, friends. We're on the same ship, right? And we're, we're sailors, we're mates. But I think a twin soul is really like you in another body. And that could be like your other half or your better half or your significant other. Now, in reference to like if people believe that or don't believe that, me, I know like my wife is my twin flame and then everybody that I meet are my soulmates. Now, I live that in this reality, but I can also understand why it could it, it wouldn't look like that to other people. But uh, I, I I do believe in that, or I do experience that in this lifetime. So it, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works for everybody else, though. Yeah. So, um, Eric, you mentioned deja vu. I think we're having a lot of that because Neptune um, and Pisces and the energy is just not speeding up to where it left off at retrograde. So these deja vu experience are happening like the train derailing. Go ahead. I think Beverly tried to That's say something. Right there. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I can speak of an experience that I had that I went under uh, with hypnotic, and I went back to one of my past lives, and um, my uh, daughter that now was my wife, in the past, 
uh, life, and I was a male. I was Randolph Beverly, um, what's his name, Pastor Randolph Beverly. And when you and with that experience, I couldn't. I could feel everything he was feeling on the inside, and I was I could see out of his eyes. You know, it was like I could feel, and he was worried. This was towards the end uh, of his death, and he had it was like something really heavy on his mind. But that was the experience that I have with a past. You know, dealing with going back, and from my understanding, uh, when you deal. You know how sometimes you could connect with a person and you just don't know why you just can like they say mm-hmm. love at first sight. Well, from my mm-hmm. understanding, you and that person also had something to do in another lifetime or another dimension, and the souls recognized each other. Y'all might have a whole mm-hmm. different body, but them souls never change, and so that soul recognized the other souls. That remind me of uh, that remind me of the last Menzi. Was talk about so let the last Menzi is a movie you gotta watch it you gotta watch it till the end. Okay. The end is trippy because at the end is exactly what you just said, but you gotta watch the oh. movie though because in a different okay. body. Okay. And they find these two children find uh, a box in the ocean, and when they open it, it's a toy rabbit. And you, oh man, boy, oh, you weren't talking. Oh man, y'all got to. There ain't no way we can make this up, man. This stuff is something else, boy. You got to. And, and so listen, my first thing, I want to add, mm-hmm. like I was in Toledo these past couple of days because I didn't have electricity, and all of the hotels were um, sold out in Detroit. So me and my family were in Toledo for these past couple of days. Um, and I always go to Toledo to connect with Pascal Beverly Randolph because that's the place where he died at. So that's just a very interesting thing. Wow. Yeah, about yeah. the power outage. Isn't that interesting? The power was out a little bit in Ohio, well, a little bit. And then in Michigan, a little part of Illinois, too, as well. I just think that's random, like. At, right after the train derail, we get this weird weather coming in, right? And we're getting in, coming in again tonight as well, too. Well, this is part of their warfare. You know, we are mm-hmm. in a, and so they're using the weather uh, as as part of the warfare. And in Detroit, they have put a rail of, of trains here in Detroit. But the the uh, officials caught on to it before they could ignite it or mm. do whatever they were supposed. They sneaked it in, and uh, so mm. they, you know, these are I look at them like sleeper cells. You know, it's like now they are went into active. Now they're using the railroads as bombs. I was looking at a farmer. He uh, it, he woke up one day last week. And all these rail cars was on the the rail track that they don't use those tracks anymore. They were on there, a bunch of uh, box cars or whatever they used, and they had chemicals, so they ready to to blow them up. So mm. you know, this is part mm. of their warfare strategy that they're doing. Well, think about this too. We hit January in 2023 in a seven anniversary year. 
an eight universal month and a nine universal day. Well, and I know Kyrie does sidereal astrology or sidereal astrology. Um, just looking at the normal Western astrology, we have the moon in Taurus. Uranus is in Taurus. That day, was it not power out? Was it not uh, street lights out around that particular time? So to me, that was a, it's a nine it's a nine energy. So nine rules accidents. It rules bruises, cuts, burns, flames, fire, right? Um, unexpected accidents, right? More electrical outage year on a fiery note with, with, with an agenda that they had. They, we was in an eight universal month. Think about what happened in 2022 in February and in November, right? Right on the 222 alignment, they had the war. And then again, in, in, in November, they had something else right along the time, same time frame, the 222 energy. Around Thanksgiving, a little bit more, they had another another war that was going on. So now here we are again and in this in this in this predicament of a nine month and we are in a nine universal day. So nine roots, like I said, accident cuts and bronze, Aries and Leo, mine away, um, Aquarius energy as well. That's happening we talk on here in Alexa as well too. I'm not sure what the Ant Man and their numbers add up to, but I can do that later. But the fact that we are in this nine and a seven energy, there are the highest on the spiritual plane. Seven ties on the spiritual, nine ties on the spiritual, but in the physical realm. So they come in together. So that's why we are seeing, especially those who are tapped in, you're seeing your ancestors come through. They they here in the spiritual realm in different in different uh bodies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they just only for that quick particular second. It can be somebody that you know, but that energy is present for you to be interactive with. So it's some powerful energy right now going on this particular month, especially in the second, the third, and the last week of February. Like right now, it's only one more day left, right? But today, a cause day of alignment. And the number? It, I would add, you know, seven representing the crown chakra, representing your pituitary gland, um, being able to control your reality from the mental plane. Uh, coming in the sidereal ex- explanation, we're coming off a new moon in Aquarius. Aquarius rules the electromagnetic spectrum. So it was um, a power outage all over the country at a certain point in time, coming fresh off that new moon. Um, yeah, and it was, a, it was a real direct attack. And as spiritual beings, especially people who are, like, on the front lines doing this spiritual work, it's not going to be a coincidence that you're going to be tested. And the reality um, of it is, I guess, the one of those thermodynamic laws, whenever you have a positive force, it'll be an equal or greater negative force that'll come at you. So when you are trying to enact changes and really bring this, consciousness to your people um it's a warrior type mentality so it's always important to invoke that mars energy invoke that aries energy because you know even when you think about the quantum world this is where we're supreme at right this is where we dominate at this is where we can use our imagination and creativity think about if we was to have a dance off with these people Right, we would dust them. They wouldn't even stand a chance. Now think about if we was to be creative and inventive and use our imagination, 
it wouldn't stand a chance, and we at that same level. Mhm. Yeah. It's almost the spiritual realm. Like you said, when working in that spiritual realm, there's a heavy, heavy negative energy there. You got to learn how to counter, like, distract that and derail it, right? So another, another uh, there you claim. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, people I feel like, like the spiritual world is all, like, you know, positivity and love and light, but, you know, you will get sucked up real fast. It's like being yeah. in the street, actually. It's like what? It's like being in the street, like being oh, the drug dealers yeah. of the streets and the gangsters of the yeah. street. These people out here are gangster gangsters. Yes, because you are constantly getting attacked, people attacking you, spirits attacking I mean, it's it's a lot be going. You're, that's a good analogy because that's just how it feels here. But that's I think like, that I think this is an excellent time because this is the time for you to really get into to your spiritual side. You know, this is what these people they're practicing. You know, the mysticism, the occultism. They tapping into the power they gave the masses of people religion but they tap it into the real juice and so ain't nothing wrong with religion religion is to me it's like the kindergarten the first grade that's the beginning stage but now you got to elevate you don't stay stuck at that stage you advance yourself to Mm -hmm. you know you get up to to be that phd and and Mm -hmm. never end it's a constantly Growth. That's that but Jupiter, I, I, right? You got to graduate. Yeah. After twelve years, then in school, then some more, and college, right, and the right. university to get doctors and stuff. Yeah. Yes, so that's, that's Jupiter energy. You got to have a graduation of knowledge. Yes. And remember, he told Peter. He told Peter, "You did. I'm a, the church is going to be based on your name, Pata, the Rock." The first church is going to be the rock called the rock or the pata or the hill. Look to the hill from what come your help. That, that pata, that's a, you know, that go back to Kemet. That's Kemet. I want to bring another tree to the table, geometry, poetry. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's all. Pata, Atum, you know, the Bennu bird. Oh, come on, man. The that's all right. There you go, the primordial mound. Come on, brother. That's it. Oh, we talk about that last time, primordial. And you say geometry. Uh, this constellation is not the but geometry, what equals down to numbers, right? Even because the number gives the characteristic of, of the geometric um, energy with the life. That's so why you have call it a sextile, a quintile, a trine, a circle, whatever you want to call it. And astrology is still revert to the numbers, mathematics. Even down to the periodic table, it still has numbers on them. This abbreviation. It's Before very you know, our alphabet, we got it from the Phoenicians, and they correlated each letter to a specific number. So A one, B two, C three. You know, so everything was like everything must be identified with the number or a geometry or else you don't have an exact calculation of what you're talking about. This is why they can get over on a lot of black people with the etymology, not the etymology, but the gematria of the words. Because mm-hmm. we're not wise then, to peep up the numbers connected to the, the letters. 
And then numbers, I mean, actually we're reading the matrix when we look at astrology because uh, the even shapes and, and nothing but a, a one, like look like a one, but that one has bended over to a seven to make a seven, make a four, make a nine, make a circle. It's just like having a, a, a what do you call them, thing that you can bend it and flexible. It's like it's just flexible. So we're looking at zeros and ones in the matrix, really, when we read astrology and numerology, all this stuff. And Beverly was talking about how they use this. So if you look at the USA chart, they have Leo up there, Coretta Lex. They have Leo and the eighth house. The eighth house is the occult. It is the death, the rebirth, the transformation, your inheritance. So they live in this world. They know this information. But we live in the, the USA is a, is a July Four. It's a four energy, and cardiology is a jack of diamond, right? So the jack of diamond mm-hmm. and the four energy gonna run circles on you. It's gonna run, up, run you up the mile, down the mile, to the grocery store, back to the grocery <laughs> store, up the street, down the street, and so you learn your lesson. Like, wait a minute, hold on. That's what they've been doing. Until you learn your way out. Yeah. Yeah. But see, it's all about that paperwork. What I've been also learning. And just looking at patterns and sequences and, and, and astrology is that they do they do these uh, viruses and bacteria, whatever you want to call it, academic pandemic stuff, whatever when it's just, um, diseases and virus break out. It's always when there's something with Chiron and Aries. The USA have Chiron and Aries in the fourth house of the mother, right? And um you can always, if you go through the pattern of the of the cycles of it, it's always Chiron and Aries when something like this happens, or it's the North Node and the South Node, either in Cancer and Pisces, the cardinal energy sign, right? So I'm like, why is that? A few of them have maybe been in, in Taurus and um, Scorpio, but mainly it's always in Aries, the Chiron and uh, Cancer and uh, Capricorn. And then, so you had to ask, they think about the USA. They're going to provide you everything you need, right? But you're not going to ask what, when, why, where, how did this get started. You're not going to ever get an answer that you need. It's already about your paperwork down to the bones of your body and the cells of your body. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, they own you. Yeah. That's true. And I want to add on to that, Kaya. If you look at the number eight, um, it ain't nothing but a zero that's twisted mm-hmm. at the top and bottom. Yeah. Twisted, 007. Right? Yeah, that's twisted. 007. 007. They showed you that in the game. 35, 35. Wasn't that the score of the game with Tosh? 007. Two eights make a seven. On the side mm-hmm. of Ke- Colin Kaepernick, they put two brothers that equal to number eight, Eric Reed and that other brother, eight and eight with seven in the middle, Colin Kaepernick. They go another Nick. Kaepernick, right. Or Caper Nick. It's really Caper. Oh. Caper. But um, Beverly, they kicked you off the turntables? Uh, oh, no. I think, I, I think, let me try it. Let me see. They heard, they kicked me out right quick. Okay, hold on. Yeah, let's see if I can get some music up here. Yeah, let's let's uh let's let's have some wax and keep talking about Henrietta Lacks. Okay, I can yeah, do it. Yeah, there we go. All right, yeah.
listening to Celia Cruz, and we know that's Tina Marie. And we do have another hand raised, so let's bring someone else to the mound table as we continue. Before uh, you bring eight. that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, before yeah. you bring that person, Beverly. Uh, okay. Water is in the building. We have Celia Cruz bringing, bringing the, uh, the ultimate primordial waters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you have Tina Marie coming right behind her with Deja Vu. This sister grew up in Los Angeles, California, and Venice Beach right by the water. Oh, mm. couldn't have planned it. All right, go wow. ahead, Beverly. Okay, let's see. Four eight zero two five three. Hello. How are you? Great. Great. Speaking of water. This is this Doctor. Uh, is this who I think it is? Who is this? Yes, it's Doctor D. <laughs> Hi, Doctor D. How are you doing? I, I just messaged Eric. This is great. You was playing Celia Cruz. Oh, I was in it. And then you unmuted. <laughs> and I was singing with Tina Marie. <laughs> I was cruising. All right. So. Okay, so we got to let uh, Hood um, Magic and, and uh, Kyra get back to that. I'm going to sit down and Listen. Mm. Dr. D sounds like she bought some water. You bought some water, Dr. D? I'm always by water, love. You know me. Yeah, all right, all right. By yeah. Serious water for real. By April 20th. I'll tell you. Well, you kind of know, yeah. but, you know, I'll tell you when I get here. <laughs> yeah, good looking out already. Yeah, yeah, no, no, this is a powerful connection. We got that. Tell you, man, that feminine is up on it tonight. It's, we are nine night. We're talking about Henrietta Lacks and all things connected. Uh, I want I want to bring in a little something, y'all, to change, you know, shift gears. Uh, I want to tell y'all about the, the, the ant, wasp, and bee family. <clears throat> you know, uh, ants actually came out of the... Uh, well, as, as, as far as they as far as they tell it, let them tell it like we say. <laughs> let them tell it. <laughs> anyway, they say that the ant came out of the the wasp. Okay, so this is what it says. It says uh, the defining order. The vast assemblage of insects is second only to Coleoptera, which is beetles. Ooh, I'm gonna read that again. Big up Michael Jackson. This vast <laughs> assemblage of insects is second only to Coleopetra, they go that word Petra again, Patera, I'm sorry, Patera, P-T-E-R-A, Patera, which is beetles, a class of beetles. Uh, we're talking about ants, wasps, and bees are only second to beetles. And the number of described species of the 6,000 or 7,000 new species of insects described annually, hymen, listen to this, y'all, hymen, like Phyllis hymen, that's how, that's how the, uh, the uh, scientific class name for uh, the wasp, the ant, and the bee is Hymen Optera, O-P-T-E-R-A. There's that era again. Wow, that word era. So Hymen, you know, uh, and Hymen is to stitch. Hymen means to uh, to bring two things together to, like, make a, you yeah. know, make something. 
Yeah, right. The, you know, a bread, bread together, stitched together. And a hymen also is uh, in another um, language. That it's, the, it's the matrix of the woman. You know what I'm saying? A woman's matrix. Right? Uh-huh. Right, right. So uh, this is deep, y'all. So hymenary is a large component, especially in the parasitic wasp groups. Nearly all commonly encountered hymenopatera can be recognized by a narrow waist. A narrow waist. When winged, the wings form two membranous pairs that can be hooked together. Hypopositors or hymen poteta are usually well-developed and modified into a stinger in the higher forms of the order. Because the stinger of such forms has developed, uh, excuse me, um, let's see, I lost my, you know, y'all, these phones do what they want to do. Okay, because the stinger of such forms has developed from the ovipositor of females, male wasps are not able to sting. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all, man, all the workers are females. And and they don't, they only want to have a stinger. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we ain't nowhere we can go in this world. No. <laughs> okay, here we go. Many species of hymenoptera are extremely small and are thus difficult to identify, even to a family. A publication by Edward Mockbert in 1997 reported discovery of new species of tiny wasps that is now known as the tiniest existing insect. Oh, man. So wasp has actually created themselves to be nano small. Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, benefits to mankind. The order of insects is considered to be the most beneficial to humankind of all the insects. The strongest benefit performed by most hymenoptera is active pollination of plants, ensuring the proper development of many fruit and vegetable crops. Many kinds of hymenoptera are also helpful in their actions of parasitism, yeah, pa- oh, parasitism, yeah, uh, killing parasites, and predation on pest species of insects. Wow, they get rid of a lot of parasites. Ants. There are familiar insects and are most numerous in tropical forests, where surveys of the species of insects have consistently shown that individuals of, of ants compose from 50% of the Entomophana, oh, the entomophana, okay, all right. Uh, out, of the, out of your fauna and your flora, the ants are 50% of that uh, environment. Some species ants squirt formic acid into, into wounds. There are more than 8,000 species of ants in the world. 8,000 species of ants in the world. Ants are often confused with termites, but have a slender waist and elbowed antenna. In some cases, ants can can buy pests, especially in such species as the carpenter ant, which invades houses near wooded areas. Fire ants, of course, are a major concern in southern United States. Army ants are perhaps the most fascinating species of ants, capable of preying upon insects, small reptiles, birds, and even small mammals. Now we get to the wasp. This group of hymenoptera includes some Familiar types such as hornets. Oh, man, y'all know hornets ain't no joke. Spider wasps. Oh, yeah, oh, man, they're spider wasps. We call them uh, dirt daubers over here. They'll take a spider and put him and put the spider up in that house and feed off of him, leave the spider alive and be feeding off the spider. Anyway, <laughs> oh, man, this stuff is incredible. And hunting wasps. Soft flies are also a group of wasps 
composed of several families and noteworthy because they have no waste. That is present in all other hymenoptera. That's why you know, when you see an ant, they have like a three bodies and like six legs. Tiny parasitic wasps are one of the most beneficial groups of insects, reducing populations of pest species. The family, oh man, this word, I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-H-N-E-U-I-C-
you know, kind of like redirect your energy to something else so they so they can follow you. He was teaching him how to train the walk to be in tune with his mind. But at that time, he was thinking about some sugar. So they started putting sugar in his coffee. It was that little scene that was right there. Mm-hmm. Coffee stimulants. You see what I'm saying? Stimulants. You t- now, now you're talking about the pharmacia. You know, you're talking to the pharmacia world, back to the mushroom, back to the uh, the, the uh, psychedelics. You can see what I'm saying? Yep. Psychedelics. Yeah, psychedelics. Yeah. Well, the psychedelics is how you uh, communicate with some of these creatures. And uh, and actually, you'll find out, just like you do in the last minute, that you are a actual creature, <laughs> right? A creator yeah. and creature is the same word. Creator and creature is the same word. So I think, think so about too. that. I think so too. You can read not every bit of it, but you can read some of these realms like that through meditation. I know I have a series, one of them, uh, where I saw the lotus, and my whole body is lit up, having the um, a whole body uh, kundalini kind of effect, kind of energy going on. But it was just through meditation. You just got to take yourself to that deeper realm. Of life, and I saw the animals, I saw alligators. They was even try to bother me or bite me. Like we all just chilling in this in this little space over here. We all know each other well. We know the lane. We got along in that particular realm. So that's like I guess when he was going down, he got so small and so small. But what kept him alive was remembering his daughter. Was it his daughter he kept remembering of? And the call of his daughter was what brought him back to the physical realm mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah, replication of oneself. Henry, I think of uh I think of everything that's going on now with everything being turned around and everybody got the everybody's focus is on the Grand Canyon right now. I want I want Hood Mystic to speak on this. Right now at the Grand Canyon, man, people are going berserk. And uh I think of Dr. Hindu Henderson. This was the this was the first person that I oh man I know a lot of people have a lot of things to say about Doctor Hindu Henderson but man I'm telling you the stuff that he has said man is <laughs> he talked about the Galactic Federation down there and he said those artifacts belong to them that they find in the Grand Canyon that they but they belong to a royal galactic uh, you know like a like a people that put things like a it's like a court it's like a it's like a some judges, you know, like some real strong etheric beings mm-hmm. down there. That's the artifacts down there. And uh, he said, man, a lot of people have to go visit down there. They don't want to go, but they were warned a long time ago, judge that seats on, on seats and uh, all these, uh, you know, they were, you know, ripping people off, man, making, you know, sending people to jail when everything, all the debts are paid. And, oh, man, yeah, they, they time is up, man. A lot of them have to visit these uh, underworld places and so Man, I don't know who the brother is or uh, if, if he's going to grace your uh, audience there, if he's going to come on this network, man, I'm telling you, man, y'all can ask we, him. We working on it. We working on Ooh, it. Man, boy, did I remember he said, uh, I'm going to say this one thing and I'm going to move. He said, uh, well, everybody talk about Washington, D.C. But he said, actually, the real D.C. is in Dallas, Dallas City, uh-huh. Texas. Wow. And so just, just things like that. And then, yeah, you know, he tell you the history. The real, the real, you know, history means to remove. I think Kevin L is here with me somewhere. Kevin L, the uh, medical decoder, he told me a long time ago, E, history means to remove like you give a hysterectomy, to remove the woman's, oh. you know, 
history of her rectum and her private parts. So his store means to remove. So, you know, he straightens all that out. He tell you, man, he tell you about the all these slave trades, all that, man, what the, the what these lands are really called, how how important Arkansas and all in uh in uh, Kansas and all them uh, areas up there are, uh what what Houston, Texas really is. Ha <laughs> and then they didn't build a pyramid over there in Galveston, Mexico for nothing. It's not Texas, that's Galveston, Mexico. It's it's Turtle Island, Galveston, Mexico. And uh and so yeah, things are things are unfolding here and so I would love for a hood mystic if he know anything about the, what's going on with the Grand Canyon, man. People got all kind of reports, all kind of creatures coming out of there and it's going mm-hmm. berserk over there. Grand yeah. If you look at it right, it's it's very, very old, right? The erosion have took millions, if not billions of years to even create the Grand Canyon. So us being from the West and living in America, we represent the original creation of civilization, the mound builders that um, seeded Egypt, because even they call Osiris the the man from the West, meaning that their 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 number one god came from over here. So you can Google the Grand Canyon and um, Isis and Osiris and things of that nature to really get a full understanding that this land is very ancient, um, moving down to places like Sedona, Arizona, where you can open up these portals. And what throws us off about the Grand Canyon or landmarks is that there's no lights, there's no dancing, there's no frills, really. You literally got to have your third eye open and be able to perceive spiritual beings. You got to have the clear mind, like Kaya was saying earlier, to have that clear audience, that clairvoyance, and really work on your psychic gifts before you go to places like Grand Canyon and places like the Mounds. Because it's another brother, I can't think of his name, he on YouTube, he got a series going where he's just literally laying out the ways that America is Egypt, right? And when you talk what? about Texas, when you talk about Texas, you're talking about the Lone Star State. What star yeah. are they referencing? You know, they're referencing that Venusian energy, that illumination energy. Like when you look at that flag and it's like 50 stars on our flag, but what star is it that they're identifying? So when you look at this place called America, usually flagged by stars, letting you know that this place is of a cosmic inheritance. There's a lot of places throughout the planet like that, but specifically where we're at, you know, it's a connection to the cosmos. They, they In Native American mythology, they say that parts of Ohio is, is like the center of the universe, right? And that's why all of the mounds and everything is located in Ohio. So all of these, like, hidden connections, like you said, hysterectomy, right? Hysterectomy is the second surgery for black women next to C-sections, right? Mm. You know, you guarantee to know a black woman that have had a hysterectomy, right? And you think about what they've taken away from us with that procedure, 
uh, they really wiping out lineages. And I just want to go and say one more thing in reference to Henrietta Lacks, how important she is. I'm going to read from John Hopkins University. Among the important scientific discoveries of the last century, the first immortal human cell line known as HALA. And I'm bringing her into this because when you said hysterectomy, um, her whole genesis was about reproductive system issues where they got the cultures from her fallopian tubes and those cells are mortal and live on to this day. And the most important thing that's happened in modern medicine is Henrietta Lacks. So and when they're doing these hysterectomies, they're not just, you know, trying to save your life. <laughs> they're trying to right. get information on the quantum realm by taking out your uteruses wholesale and making y'all think like, hey, there's something wrong here. We need to take this out like ASAP, you know, and it's real crazy uh, in this country uh, what they are um, doing to the Venusian uh, ISIS energy where they're just trying to calcify it and lock it out. Uh, and that's kind of how I can view the Grand Canyon because when you look at the Grand Canyon, you're looking at a womb that is calcified. It used to be a river. And that river is like not there any longer because it seems as though the energy has dried out. But the reality is that it's all went into the cosmos. It's all into the quantum. Man, I'm about. Uh, I'm about. I'll oh, go ahead, Kaya, please. Go ahead, Eric. I'm about forty miles from the Mississippian Cotto Mounds, C A D D O Cotto, Mississippian, a mound site, about forty minutes from here, Crockett, Texas, and then I'm also about an hour and fifteen minutes from uh, Galveston, Mexico, where the Moody Garden Pyramids are. So, yeah, I'm always pumping uh, myself up and being out here in nature. And, and oh, man, yeah, I love it. Up, uh, it's gonna about to be berry season, right? We're going to have them berry. I want to say big up to the Ross berries. I want to say big up to Barry White. I want to say. I want to say the Bobby Blue blueberries and uh, you know what I mean. All the Berry family. I feel very good, y'all. I love it, yeah, yeah. What I don't know what what come up first. What's the first food that come up in y'all arena in y'all area? I know berries is the first thing that that. Well, not not the first first. The first thing is like clovers and uh. Dandelions and all that be coming up, you know. Yellow, all the yellow flowers come up first. Then, then we get the berries, you know, shortly after that. But do y'all know what what food come up in y'all area first in the wild in nature? Mm, I was thinking about some apples. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, we know oh yeah, apples at the end of the season. Apples come later. Uh, November yeah, you know, maybe them berries, you know, and when I was young, we used to have them berry trees in the backyard, you know, the ones you can probably eat off of, but they say don't eat, don't eat them yet, you know, eat off of them trees in your, your yard. Uh, what were some berries called? I think they were blackberries. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And then some pine cones, some sticky pine cones. Man, I used to love touching them things. Some pine cones, that would be a time for you to climb trees. So them pine cones, <laughs> pine cones, they fall off the yeah. trees. 
but ain't fooled by so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I always notice the flowers. I'm looking here, and you were saying that Ohio is the center of the universe. And so I'm looking at, you know, how they are attacking, going back to, you know, they blowing up stuff. And so it's not no coincidence. They they strategically attacking certain areas. So that chain train rack was right there in the center of the universe. And and Superman was created in Ohio. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they had one here too, right off of um, Van Born. So uh, that I mean, it's not too far, but it is up seventy five. Right. You know, going when you about to you know going through passes to get to Ohio, probably what forty five miles or more up, maybe possibility just to get past uh, to Ohio exit. And they are, you know, giving us this COVID, all of this stuff, the 19 and and chemicals and all of that. And so we're talking about Henrietta, how powerful her cells are. I mean, look like we should be able to some kind of way that it could work in our favor. We can override whatever that they're doing. Yeah, I had a question about that too with Henrietta Lex sales, right? If it so if they saying that this tumor that she had was so um detrimental that it even killed her, why are they using her cells? And not only that, they even put these cells to give them to inmates. They tested in the inmates, right? They're always the first dummies, right? The first guinea pig, you yeah. know, like or yeah. or it's in field shot. So why are they putting these cells or whatever they're doing for to be tested on humans like the clinical trial. That's what COVID is. COVID is a clinical trial. Anytime I want to give you something with 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 a different as a placebo effect or just original stuff that they make and if you are on a trial, like you are in court, okay? <laughs> um so I didn't understand that part of Henrietta Lex, like why are they replicating her cells like this, putting them in the COVID. It's in the COVID too. They use it for COVID. They use it for uh, uh, polio. I think that's part. That was that. And other even HPV virus. The HPV virus. So that's going to be a lot with women's vaginas or they, their reproductive system is going to be a little bit off balance here. So they're going to try to tell you about this HPV vaccination. And, you know, you can take it or not. It's up to you, it's up to you whether you want to buy and get none of y'all stuff. So did they take did they take her cells and weaponize them? That's they exactly what two, I think. They say in the study they say that they took healthy cells and they took cancerous cells, um, and they said that everybody's cells that they've ever taken in the history up until this point is only because they say that cells have a specific kill switch that you can only mutate cells up to nine times, and then it's like it will prevent itself from replicating. Well, they say that her her actual cells, not the cancer cells, but the healthy cells were the only cells that they have known and ever known, this is what they say, um, that have never died and have never mutated. So from 1951... 
up until now, when they need to do genetic testing, they are only using Henrietta Lacks' cells. Like, there is okay. no other genetic cell that these people can study except hers, and this is on record. Now, if there are other people's cells that they study, they're not saying anything, but they didn't even say anything about Henrietta Lacks' cells until her daughter had to investigate it investigated until she died trying to bring this story to light, right? If it wasn't for mm-hmm. her daughter, we would have never even known. So everything that they've ever invented in the realms of healthcare is completely and utterly directed to Henrietta Lacks' cells. And I think that, like, the magnitude of this woman in her cells is so huge that they know, but we as melanated people can't grasp it. Because if we were to grasp it, we would be repping her like Malcolm X or Martin Luther King or something like that. Like it would be on the mouths and hearts of every melanated child, right, to understand that if it wasn't for this woman and her cells, there is no medical field as we know it. Right, is a huge, huge thing, right? Just her existence. And every single lab on the planet, <laughs> in every country, every scientific study is a result of her reproductive, of, of the copying of her cells. And not the cancerous cells, is the healthy cells, because they took two, two different swabs. And I, his name is George mm-hmm. Gay. G-E-Y. So, okay, so she had these cancer cells, and she got these super women, super quantum, whatever, these other cells here. And so why was the cancer cells able to kill her if she had all of these super cells here that never died? How come they couldn't just eat up the cancer cells or defeat the cancer cells? I think we need to really um, address what uh, Kaya was saying initially. There is no gravestone to Henrietta Lacks, and she was a, a, a ward of the state. So it's it, like when you think about the CIA, right, the Central Intelligence mm-hmm. Agency, they could come to your house and say, yeah, Beverly, your name is now Susie Johnson. You're from California. Yeah, you got two yeah. kids, and you, and you live in exactly. Sacramento, right? right? And you don't know none of the wiser, right? We, don't, we cannot do the background check on the people that we know. And the Central Intelligence Agent, they hire people, and they have to be regular people. Like, you got to go to work every day and need a manager, but really a central intelligence officer. And mm-hmm. these people are all around us. So we can't, we, can't, we can't say that she died. Like, we can say it, like, we can say, like, oh, she died from cancer. But we can also say she might have had a transformation and metamorphosis and just said, all right, how much money are you going to give me? All right, I'll be Susie, um, J- James. You know, people sell out every day. And, it's, and I'm not saying that that's what she would do, but it's, it's, it's on the table because there is no actual 
um, funeral. There is no gravestone. And it took, like, into the 90s or the 2000s for even to have a gravestone. So who's to say one thing or another? And I really think that it didn't play out like they said it played out. Mm-hmm. No. And, probably, and, and three of these people uh, of the system, you know, my thing is I'm I'm not looking at that part of it. I'm looking at what is they doing with the sales. It's not making sense to me. I mean, it's like if mm-hmm. she's got these super sales and they can and they never die, how come that they couldn't, you know, take over the mm-hmm. her sales? But 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 I'm looking what they doing with those. I was, okay, so they have took these super sales. And they weaponize enough to control mm-hmm. the, and kill off the, the population. Is that's what it seems like from what I'm hearing? It seems like it, especially if these are in the COVID nineteen vaccine and people mm-hmm. are taking it willingly, and we mm-hmm. seeing it in full. We seeing it right now. People getting that shot, and it's not looking good for them. As the time goes on, like people are not talking about, man, I'm so happy I got that shot. I ain't heard not one person say that. Well, from my experience, just with my family members, a lot of them is having complications mm-hmm. after taking that shot. So now, now you know, I'm, I'm trying to look for even the down remedy. to the women that's pregnant. They having babies, they had to give birth to stillborn babies, or they having miscarriages. All kind of it's stuff. Trying to I'm trying to the population for sure. I'm trying to find the remedy into what because there's always a remedy where there's a problem. Uh-huh. The remedy is always there. So I'm, that's what I'm trying to look at. Where is the remedy, you know, in in this problem that we're dealing with? Man, let's go to the turntables, and when we come back, uh, I, I would I don't know if Brother Derek is out there tonight or Bobakin too, but uh. Let's spin the turntables and, uh, and see if somebody calls in. If not, we're going to continue with this ant. Because why would they show us Gila in an ant movie, in a wasp movie, y'all? Think about it. Think deep. Let's go deep. Let's go deep sea diving. Let's, 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 uh, let's go into these realms and find out what's going on here. Let's, let's see what we, can, what we can come up with, man. This, this ant and wasp okay. thing. Henry at a lax. All right. Welcome to Catch a Fire Nights. I'm Native Wayne. We're honored and blessed tonight to have with us one of the legends of reggae music, Jamaica's national treasure, Barrington Levy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, this song that I'm about to sing is all about a lovely lady that I met. She was so special to me that I really have to sing a song about this lady, but I class this lady as a black rose. But you can also take this song for the high-grade weed that you smoke and keep it real. It's called the Black Roses. Let's roll. I've been traveling all over this world. Oh, yes. 
I've got black, black, roses in my garden. 
different carrots you've got to wash That's by the reggae legend Barrington Levy. And he go way back. He's been doing reggae music since the 60s. And all straight up until this day, still hot in the dance hall arena. But, yeah, Barrington Levy, that was fire. But, you know, your black rose could be okra. Your black rose could be kalalu. Your black rose could be sandia, what they call watermelon, squash, bell peppers. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you water, nurture, take care of us. And, and when we say black, we know black is transformative. We're not talking about in the law sense. We're talking about in the sense of chemistry. When you say alchemy, you're talking about the study of blackness. You know, when you say chemistry, the mystery of blackness. So transformative is, a, is just a beautiful way to describe, you know, the things that make us go, which is things in our garden, you know. Go back to your garden. Put your, you lay in the garden. You are, you are special fruit full of minerals and vitamins and salt, too. So lay in the dirt, you know what I'm saying? Be, and be like your fellow members, the plants and the ants. <clears throat> Dr. D is out there, y'all. Let's bring Dr. D in. Let's bring that, let's bring that powerful sister in, Dr. D, and then, uh, yeah, you know, let's keep, the mound, let's keep the mound lively and going, man. She be cooking up food and all kinds of stuff. She, see what she brought to the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry up in here. <laughs> nobody bought nothing to the. T- I said at the beginning what? of the show, man. Nobody, ain't nobody bought nothing, man. What y'all got? Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. Shelly about water. She bought water for everybody. I'm, I'm tripping. Leader, leader, ego at the door, right? I'm, 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 I'm gonna go. <laughs> Well, I, I wanted to I say do. this too about Henrietta Lack, and then okay. off of what you were saying, uh, Beverly, like you know, it's, it's mysterious, right? <laughs> Is she really married? So it just may sound a little um, out of the out of left field, but have y'all ever watched the um, Black Lightning? Where at some point they were doing study on pod kids or pods, they had many pods, and they were keeping them alive. 
in in that water energy kind of like a like they were in the mother's womb that they were in these pods. So I was just saying like because uh, here yeah, the be in those one of them pods or one of them tombs that they had buried them and they wake them up when they when they need them to activate them. I'm just saying, y'all, you know, it's mysterious things out here. And one of y'all was talking about the people, uh, the people in the uh, the United States people, right? And some of y'all, I ever watched some of these meetings that they be, be press meetings that they be having and council meetings they be having. You see people in the background that look like nothing but straight-up aliens. Like, they ears, they nose, they cone heads, everything. I don't know if y'all see this, but I look at them, I see that as them. They just look. Other than yeah, what we I are. see it too. <laughs> I see it too. I, and they I move the like whole, it too. I see the whole system. Uh, it's it's a few of them that, if you want to call them human, but to me it seems like all of most of them up there are aliens. Mm-hmm. The people in the government house, pretty much. People uh-huh. didn't call the shots, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it ain't yeah. the president. Yeah, he did right. Already. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because as I always say, go look at an old picture of Biden and look at a picture of him now. Different eyes and everything. He looks like a robot. He he, he, he walks like a robot. The eyes is not the same. Ain't functioning right. Functioning right. Exactly. But they test their system out through him. So you know they're getting all the kinks out of it. Mhm. And 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 as uh, Doctor X and um, Cosmos was talking about the the technology they're using, the GPT uh, technology, I believe they got they using that on him. I mean, there's so much going on. You know, you really, this is the time that you really going to have to get into your discernment, your third eye, your spiritual, to be able to really see what's going on. Oh, Barry, y'all in the copper, y'all up there in the copper mine, the copper mound. Uh-huh. Copper and diamonds and gold, and man, y'all just full of mess salt. And so, uh, yeah, the, we have to, we have to. We have the mineral. We have the y'all heard uh Sister Kia. Ain't that the Kia and Kaya? Y'all heard yes. the Sister Kia. I get them Kia. mixed up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The name I you don't know. get them mixed up, but they name. Yeah. yeah. Get you some precious metal, then get some cilantro. Cilantro. Man, where's mm-hmm. Dr. D'Angelo? Get you some cilantro and some watercress for the metal cleansing. And uh, there's some other. Oh yeah, there's a sulfur. There's a certain. Uh, I don't know what degree it is though, but it's a sulfur. Uh, well, that Ayaba was talking about, he went to the Sulphur Springs in St. Lucia. And, uh, you know, that's what mm-hmm. Dr. Savy was coming for, his grandma's Sulphur Springs. He, Dr. Savy had the Sulphur Springs in the backyard. You just go back there and lay in the hot sun and have all those, mm-hmm. you know, have everything pulled up through the hot water, you know? All the, you know, and all the hot that. springs all around here, the hot springs? Yeah, hot you know springs what? in Colorado, hot huh? springs everywhere. And visited that one recently, just the hot springs in um in Arizona, right? And uh, she called me, right? She like, let's do some meditation. I'm like, bet, right? And this is before the ice storms was happening. 
Um, so we started meditating, right? And we could not really get the connection to stay stable because it was that much energy, ancient, old energy. So doing a meditation, there was a lot of energy coming up. I said, girl, I see, I said, it's snowing, it's snow there, but I see, uh, I, I see snow that looked like ice, but it's moving, like, like we in the matrix or something. It was just like, she was in, like, in the woods, but it was just snow there. So if y'all go to any of these hot, hot springs and whatever, meditate, go outside and meditate, just be, just be with the energy there. That was just over the phone energy. So yeah, I, w- I had a, uh, I was uh, working, uh, driving a school bus, and uh, I took the children to Uray, Uray, Colorado. So while they was playing basketball, I went down the street to the hot springs and got in the hot springs, man. Y'all ready? I already got to tell y'all. Man, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> just looking at the beautiful mountains, you know. Oh man, just chilling, man, chilling so hard, so tough, and getting paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, let you me, know, yeah. Let me mm-hmm. go ahead, Beth. I was gonna bring somebody else to the table. Open up another spring. Go ahead. Okay. Three, three, six, three, five, zero. Grand Rising Family. Uh, can you hear me? Oh, wow. Yes. Long time no hear, Mama AZ. I've been reaching uh, out to you, Brother Eric, and, and I, I have some things that to share with you, uh, sir, that I was it was just confirmed to me on this show, and I'm listening. And, Dr. D, uh, hopefully you're still in the house, sister. But what I, what I want to ask, the brother that was speaking greetings to everybody who's here at the table however uh the uh, brother that was speaking uh i kind of chimed in late who Good are mystic. you Good <laughs> ma'am uh yeah my name is Kyrie anthony uh the hood mystic okay that that's okay um I'd like to connect with you because for some reason I'm hearing the in-betweens. I'm not hearing exactly uh, what you're saying. It's other things, the in-betweens that I'm hearing, and and I'm not sure of why. But I hope you're still on the line, Dr. D, because I need to have a reason with you too. Now, everybody, family, uh, they're so used to the Grand Canyon and Sedona and the surrounding areas. Um, Peter Shampoo, you've had him on your show. And I got some downloads, Sister Bev, uh, about Peter Shampoo tonight as well. But I don't dare share what downloads that I've gotten uh, about why Peter Shampoo is where he is and why he is not here in Arizona. Uh, there is something here, family, in Cochise County and Chicago helped to open up 
the gate here in Miracle Valley. And and when I say Chicago, I am speaking of the family at the healing center. They uh, had a shootout here in Arizona, in Miracle Valley, Arizona, 19 miles from my door. I live in Sierra Vista, Arizona. Now, that's not all. The uh, daughters, it's two, the daughters of the minister who had, who was involved in that shootout there in Miracle Valley, they opened up a, a major, 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 major vortex. I am serious. And, and all, even, even the area family that Peter was involved in, in Pierce, Arizona, it's a major part of the work that Peter Shampoo was doing. Right now, as we speak, Dr. Delbert Blair has been communicating with me along with others. I am very serious. And, and, and my brother, uh, I like to have a reasoning with you to see if I'm on point or not with you and Dr. D. And somebody mentioned about a, a spring, a hot spring here. Can you find it uh, and let me know so I can possibly go? I haven't been able to locate it. And the ones that know where this hot spring is here uh, in Arizona, not maybe three hours from Cochise County, they will not connect with me. And, 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 and like you said, uh, Sister Beverly, we have to go in, within, within, and use discernment because there are a lot of people who even look like us who are really not us. And keep in mind where I am, I'm at Fort Huachuca. It's a military installation, and a lot of things have gone on for eons of time. And I think, family, I think I may be a subject, and I'll leave it at that. (laughs) We're talking about Henrietta Lacks, and like you said, brother, who really knows? Because did I not hear you say there was no burial or, or ceremony, homegoing ceremony for her? Did I not hear you say that? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Put that in your peace pipe, family, and drum smoke on it. There's a lot that I, I would like to share, but my discernment says it's not time over okay. the phone. So yeah. thank us. I'm listening to the in between okay. family. I'll All mute right. Sister Bear. And, and and Mama A Z, I I it's no coincidence because I downloaded Delva Blair 
for uh, the music tonight. So he's gonna talk. He's gonna come up and and it's in his. It's about it's woman, black woman. I downloaded it for that tonight. So nothing is a coincidence. Okay. Well, uh, let me I'm say play one. Him next. Okay, let me mm-hmm. say one other thing, uh, uh, Sister Bev, since you mm-hmm. uh, acknowledged that. In in ninety in 2006, I was in Oklahoma in Muskogee doing research on my family tree, history, the resting spot, and all of that. I started having visions and did not know why? Well, I was already way aware of Delbert Blair, Phil Valentine, Bobby Hammond, and all of them, and started having visions. And this temple, I will send you a video, Brother Eric, and you send it to Sister Bell, because I don't know how to get in touch with you to send it to you. But anyway, I saw Sister Myra Moss, Delbert Blair, uh, uh, Phil Valentine, Bobby Hemet, uh Sophia Stewart, and 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 uh, Michael Beckwith, and and a few others come down in a portal in that temple there at Miracle Valley that Reverend A. A. Allen created. It's a Bible college. It was. And all of these people came through the portal in that vision. And this was 2016 when I had that vision. It started in 2006 in Oklahoma at Napoleon Davis's teepee. There's a teepee. And, And back in the day, I know this man, Napoleon Davis family, research it. He had to have gotten his information from off-world beings because of the way that he built that teepee by himself. It, it, I don't know if it's still there, but it's actually a place in Muskogee, Oklahoma, that was created by Napoleon Davis. Now, I'm um complete for now. I just needed to share that and thank you, Sister Bev, for this show because I'm going through some changes and family I'm going through some changes. Period. <laughs> thank God. Okay, but the main the main thing is you going through them and you growing through them and you're not yes. stuck in them. <sighs> Yes, find the Springs family so so I can get there. Thank us. Okay. Call All right. Thank us. Eric. Peace. I'm okay. Muting. Okay. Now I'm going to bring up Kwame. Kwame got some information on Henrietta. How are you doing, Kwame? Kwame, do you have your, your mute on? Yes, I did. Thanks, Sister Bev. And good evening, Eric, and to the Mound Table family. Greetings, 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 Eric. Right. And, you know, I don't, there was a brother that was saying that Henrietta Lacks was not, it was 60 years ago that they, she was buried in an unmarked grave. 
and what was after they did the book and the research, her daughter and the family found her found where she was buried. At. She's buried in Clover, Virginia. They put a headstone on her and all, same way they did with Zora Neale Hurston. Uh, Alice Walker went and found her unmarked grave and then gave tribute to her and put a headstone on her unmarked grave. You know, we we disseminate information and the thing that we have to be factual and saying that, you know, things are the way they are because we'll give people, you know, misinformation, you know, and the whole thing that, that folks used to teach us was that half truth is a whole lie. And so I, I, I'm grateful, and you're talking about Hot Springs and Sedona. You know, Sedona, we were there for, we brought all of the, the medicine people from around the world in 2009 to Sedona, and what we had was the return of the ancestors. We did the ceremony of the eagle and the condor coming back to that area. Because of the invasion of what they have with the new age people that have migrated there and doing a lot of those vortexes that the galactic has shut down and then open up other portals there. And so what we have to be overstanding and mindful of is that we have to know how to do geomancy, knowing how to go to a certain area and be able to know if there's energy there or if it's not energy there. And this is part of our alchemy and being able to understand how, and especially in what we're going, getting ready to go through now on the, the, the new, the full moon that's coming in March is Saturn is going into Pisces with Neptune. And then on the spring equinox, two days after, we will get Pluto going into Aquarius. And these alignments are sending energies because Saturn will be in, in Pisces for three years. And this is the energy of, of the spiritual. And these two connections with the, this energy of Saturn and Neptune in Pisces is going to be a very powerful shifting for us on the planet, not just you know, one particular, the planet in itself. Mm-hmm. And these are the as above, so below that we have to begin to what they call astrocartography and understanding where we are on the planet and what is the alignment and the energies that we're connecting to in it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the grid and the biggest portal that for going to Hot Springs is Hot Springs, Arkansas. Because every day there's a million and a half gallons coming up out of the earth at 143 degrees. And the largest one-body crystal bed is in Arkansas, and it's over 140 miles long and about 70 miles wide. And so this is the the portal there for this this energy of, of consciousness that's being received into the planet. Brazil has its place, Madagascar has its place, and even when you had the Gem and Mineral show, what is the reason, and I know Derek may know it, I mean Eric may know, how is it that they always have the Gem and Mineral show at the end of January 
till the fourteenth of July. I mean February. I don't have a clue. It's because of the winter solstice and that they they can bring that energy into that area and be able to use it. If they did that in the summertime in in, uh, Arizona in that place, it would, it would, it would, it would beam up a light beam to the, to the, to the set. I mean, to the galaxy because of all of those minerals being in one spot, being able to have that transmission. And so that's why, because the earth at that time and season is, you can have all of that energy in one spot. Mm -hmm. Beth, you say you had Devil Blair at the table? (laughs) <laughs> yes, I do. I got Devil Blair right here. We're going to listen to Devil Blair, then we're going to come back because I have some questions to ask, too. So let's go into Devil Blair. Vitamin E, vitamin B1, 6, 12, 15, B2, magnesium, manganese, iron, copper, zinc. And some of this law starts two weeks before the menses actually starts in what is called leucorrhea. Now, just to say that may not make a lot of impact. It should. In case it doesn't, let me just explain a couple of those things that I mentioned. Calcium, for instance, not only in teeth and so, but stabilizes the nervous system throughout the body. Without calcium, the nervous system cannot function correctly. Phosphorus is found in all healthy, normal cells. Iodine the lack of which, or overabundance of which, leads into what we call giganticism, or even though it's not the master gland, it affects almost every gland from the throat down and a few from the throat up again. The growth and maintenance of the body through the growth and maintenance of the thyroid gland is a must. And, interesting enough, the thyroid gland tends to swell during menstruation. There's a reason for that. Science has also gone so far as to prove that the birth of congenital idiots increases as the iodine supply decreases and the type of sea iodine, like that from dulse and kelp and these kind of sea plants and algae and lichen family, decrease. In this case, we've all been blessed because now when it rains, it pours. We all can go out and buy iodized salt. But understand, in many cases, iodized salt is from a land-based consumption, and land plants are not as rich in chlorophyll, and therefore their mineral value does not have as much energy in them as does a sea vegetative. Now, we accept this concept of menstruation as being a thing that is done for the health of a woman, is decreed by nature since one is born female, and that's all it has to do with it. Let me state that that is not exactly the case. There are women throughout the world, even now, who do not menstruate, never did menstruate, and in the sense of a tribe or nation, have the profundity and propensity in generally to not menstruate. Most Hindu women do not menstruate. One of the last ones, it was very much acclaimed and 
uh, about her, no need for such, was Andura Gandhi. Most ancient African women did not menstruate. Balkis of the ancient Greek and Sappho of the ancient Greek and the oracles of the Delphi who were all Grecian women that were replaced in half by men, keep that in mind, prophets if you would, uh, people who could look into the future and guide Grecian society did not menstruate. Hypatia being just one of them again, Karina being another. The Amazon women, the Teutonic women, the female Gallic women, and the West African Watititas, the West African Bossimans, the Ndambis of the Congo, none of those women believed in menstruation, nor did their bodies mince or go through a menses. Why is it then that they become the exception? They also grow stronger, taller, have more psychic ability, and more ability to bring in new births successfully without a lot of drugs, and even in some cases, even herbals. They are stronger, and they do not menstruate. Obviously, again, if they brought in births, how is that possible since they did not undergo menstruation? We find that there has been a lot of misinterpretation from some so-called holy sacred books and possibly a lot of purposeful, well, how can I put it, changings of what was taught at one time by the phylum and gender called men heading up organizations such as churches and medical societies for certain purposes. Now maybe that's a challenge that I should throw out. Maybe that's something that you won't accept. But let us continue to look into this whole idea again. Women have been told, and they have traced it back to biblical interpretation by many prophets, priests, ministers, and reverends, that it is unclean issue that was necessary and that women should be ostracized from a society or tribe during the menses, and it was a sign of her uncleanliness. We've also been told that it is the breakdown of the uterine walls and endometriosis being when the uterine walls is very affected, but the breaking down of the egg before it is fertilized. Consequently, this is why the issue is necessary. I state none of those things may be true, but I can state anything. It's not enough that I state it. It's the best that we begin to look even more and more into this whole subject matter, if you would. With the advent of monogamy, and in many cases, the ancients were a very poly system of growth. The church needed people to hold on to. It wanted a whole family because not only then did this church become stronger in number, but also the tithing and the support was probably more ingrained. They also proffered this idea that a woman should be separated from the tribe or nation during this time and that this was something to be frowned upon and was something that showed that woman was therefore less than man. I state that it's not a cleansing process at all and that only is it partially the deterioration of the female egg unfertilized. Not only do women undergo the menses, but there is a subject and I hope again that you're adult enough to let me deal with these tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun here tonight and you'll be able to, I'm sorry, to discuss with me later on all that you would like. There is something called on the streets, again, the whites, scientifically called Lucaria. Lucaria, or the whites, is a cataral condition of the womb and an inflammation of the uterine lining, 
muscus intermetiosus starts there too. And I state it's one of the reasons that causes menstruation. During this phase, leucorrhea, not menstruation, women suffer sometimes for two to three weeks prior to the start of the menses, which will continue sometimes for two weeks, and usually at the least three days. This means that the female is subject to a constant loss of very interesting blood plasma and fluids. Let me explain to some of you who think that it is smart to laugh at leucorrhea and feel that it is not something that is detrimental. Let me tell you what's in some of the leucoric fluid prior to the menses or after the menses. The fluids lost in leucorrhea are composed of important vital substances such as lipoids, alkali lactates, natural sodium, potassium, sodium carbonate, calcium, and brain and nerve foods, highly rich in lecithin and phosphatidylcholines. The mucus corpuscles, again, present in the career, are in reality not mucus corpuscles at all. They are what we call hemoglobin capable, simply meaning they are on their way to becoming red blood corpuscles capable of carrying oxygen which if you've been to any of these two lectures at all, I tell you, you don't get enough oxygen ever. It's almost impossible on this planet to get enough oxygen faced with the stress and hydrocarbons and radiation that we are. So all of these are potentially human blood cells, red hemoglobin capable, oxygenating, that is being lost before they can even be formed. And then comes the menses themselves. Any wonder that anyone and since this is now the bane of the female, wouldn't be irritable, in fact dizzy, possibly anemic, and grow old and show the signs of old with gray hairs, wrinkled skin, and so even faster if you're losing this four to five weeks out of a 30 to 31 day period. And some women honestly do go through that. I hope you don't know any of them and I hope you're not one because they are heck to be around if that's the case. And what can you expect? The person is actually losing hemoglobin on a regular basis and before the cells can even be made, they're losing it. I state this is not a natural condition and it is not my big ego that states this. I have done research on those who have done the research and in the little bit of research that I have done, I have to agree with what these august doctors and medicine people have reached the term to understand. In addition, it is proposed that if a female could stop these things, both the chorea and the menses, for no more than at least 24 hours, and that after that is much too much, that a female could have a capability of producing and bearing a child through term without a male being around. There is in history. Mm. So, what, so, so what is he saying that, you know, when a female gets to a certain age and, and her menstrual stops, is he saying that she could still have a baby or she could have one while she having her menstrual? I don't like 
sound like he was saying once you once you once your body can come to uh, under uh, understanding of like when you're not bleeding because they you can average is not normal to bleed. So mm-hmm. if you're not Correct. bleeding, you're able to use that energy and you can create your own baby, not without the man. Correct. So they've done that right. in ancient, ancient right. years. They've done that without having the man. When you combine the masculine and feminine of your body, that you can produce your own replica of you. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so why do we believe, right? He was just breaking that down. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to ask Hood Mystic. Now, you are you know about occultism, metaphysics, and a Kabbalah. Is there a difference, or are they all the same, or are they departmentalized, or? How, can you kind of tell me something about that? Sure. Um, well, it's all in the word. So occult means hidden. So I deal with a lot of the hidden world. A lot of the things that I talk about, you know, people can reference them like on Google or online, but I don't get the information from that. I just tell people, like, if they need a basis of what I'm talking about, um, to refer to either the hidden world or the occult world. Uh, metaphysics is metaphysics. Physics is how the world works, and meta is beyond how the world works. And, you know, a person like me, I was just, you know, a college dropout, never viewed myself as somebody that is smart or intelligent or nothing like that. And listening to your podcast and listening to people like Bobby Hemmett, um just elucidate my mind on what these things were. And then after years and years of practice, um, having a conversation about the things that I naturally felt, but I didn't have a word for it. And then the Kabbalah, which is just another word for to receive. And so, I, I view it as like human consciousness and divine consciousness. And as human beings, we have to have our hands out and be able to receive divine consciousness. And the process of understanding Kabbalah is really tapping into that level of receiving energy. And so when I'm looking at all three of these things, I'm looking at them as ways to advance myself as a spiritual being. Because my whole life, we had talked about this earlier in the bill, how, like, we get our Social Security number, our birth certificate. In our whole life, people were trying to tell me, your name Kyrie. Your name Kyrie, you a boy, you're black, you a man, and this. But really, the science that nobody ever told me about was who I was as a spiritual being. So I utilized these tools and utilize these studies to find out exactly who I am spiritually. Because as I stated earlier, it's a lot that's going on in the world at the same time. When we quiet our mind and we to our cognizance, when we tap into our clairvoyance, we are able to listen to things. Um, I'll just say this one thing. Uh, when I was watching Ant-Man and Quantumania, I left the movie And Henrietta Lacks was like, this movie was about me. And I heard it. I said, okay, whatever. 
And then mm-hmm. Eric reached out to me out of nowhere this week, and we were just talking, and he like, yeah, man, we was talking about Henrietta Lacks last week on the podcast. And I didn't hear the podcast, but I knew for a fact that, okay, this is a transmission from Henrietta Lacks. And the science and the study is for us or to me to tune in to that specific energy and really listen. And throughout my life, I've had transmissions from people like Prince, Aretha Franklin, uh, Tina Marie, you know, all, like my wife messaged me, um, Celia Cruz. Like she's playing all of the songs that we listen to when we're doing spiritual work, you know, and it's just like we stated earlier, there are no coincidences, you know, it's just this spiritual truth that we need to study and find. And I've done this work and I've, like, I've educated myself spiritually and then I've dedicated my whole life to, like, educate other people. And this is just, like, something that I just know that I'm going to do for my whole life. So it's just really learning it and understanding it and then separating each and every concept to give it all a definition because people just use words interchangeably when they can't define stuff. So it's like, yeah, I tapped into the universe and da 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 and it's like, okay, that's cool, but there is a way to do this stuff. There is a there is a science behind it. And I'll say this one more thing. I keep saying that, but I'll just say it because, like, say, for instance, if we're trying to build a house, right, you can't just be like, okay, the universe said let's build this house. And how are we going to build it? With the universe? Okay. What tools are we going to use? The universe tools. Okay. We would never build the house. So as spiritual people, I think it's okay to have an intelligent, um, normal, educated conversation about the spiritual realm. And, of course, we can debate and come to a common ground, but it's necessary if we want to actually build. So that's how I view it. Okay. 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 I used to, I used to, uh, I used to, that well, my job was called body removal, but uh, I don't see it as removing them like I'm, like I'm jacking them. I went there, dick. I went there, uh, suited, smelling good. You know what I mean? A uh, uh, fresh cut, and uh, you know, and um, and we, and uh, we, you have to, you have to be a, how can I say, a good communicator, and, and have a lot of, uh, you have to have a lot of, I won't say patience because that's somebody that's in the hospital. Um, I would say that you would just have to, uh, you know, be well grounded, man, and just be, and whatever comes up. Because my first call. When I picked up dead bodies, was a a young girl had uh, chicken pox. They told the parents something, just bring her home, lay her on the couch. They thought it was chicken pox, but she died. So the next morning I came, and it was in an apartment building. And man, the whole apartment building was filled with little children at the front door. I couldn't leave for two hours. They tell you if you can't remove a body in two hours because of you know some kind of trauma from the family, you have to get persistent. You have to call the police. Man, I, I couldn't do that. So it was it turned into three hours. <laughs> they were they were blowing at the time with uh pager. They were blowing my pager up. Where are you? Man, you got other bodies to pick up. I couldn't leave, y'all. I couldn't do it. That was my first day. I said, mm-hmm. man, I know this is gonna be a, it's gonna be a short lived uh a deal here for me. I can't tell you. That was the first day I picked up a little girl. And man, I, and man, it broke my heart, man. I didn't know the girl, I didn't know the parents, but man, 
And uh, and uh, <laughs> when I got back home, boy, to see my face, he said, "Man, you ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna make it." <laughs> he looked at the paperwork and seen it was a little girl. He said, "Man, nah, man, you ain't gonna make it, man. I see right now, you ain't gonna make it." He said, "Man, let me show you how this is done. Then we gonna go pick up a body." Man, when we got there, the the people left. The 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 ladies' uh people left. He said, "Man, watch this." He he peeked out the door, make sure they was gone. Man, he strapped that lady in that gurney. He said, "Man, she ain't gonna say out." Pick that gurney up, man, pushed her through the door, slammed her down, said, man, we got about 30 of these to pick up. Let's go. I said, oh, what? man, you got me. Oh, man, come on, y'all. So, so here I am, you know, driving the speed, let me, you know, talking to the, I'm still talking to the, I'm still talking to the body because I still hear them, uh, you know, gassing out, you know, making little noises. You know, some of them uh, have bowel movements. You know, they, you know, it's it's almost like they're not really, all the way out of here yet. They they like uh they like leaving they're not. in a mist. Yeah, they like leaving in a mist and the mist is very thick. Yeah. And you yeah. can smell them. So I you know, I'm 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 not scared. I don't have no feelings. When you do this type of work, you don't have no feelings. I used to go to the drive through, you know, order food, they'd be back there. I went to a block party in Compton. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh I mean it didn't bother me, but what I'm saying is that the business side of it is just like anything else that corp that's corporate. You know, it's it's like machine like, and then and then the way that we are naturally is that man we want to have respect and take care of people, man, like it's our own. You see what I'm saying? So I just find all this interesting that Henrietta comes through in so many different uh, types of uh, vortex ways. You know, uh, we're not the only one. You know, she's on a lot of our minds. You know. Uh, my friend Dominique said the word fig today. I said, man, Beverly just said the word fig. You know, so it's all, it's all, and, and, and I'll tell you what, y'all slice open a fig, fresh off the tree, and look on the inside, and you tell me if that don't look like a, a woman's for JJ Matrix. Tell me if that. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's a, man, it is. Man, these people, okay, go ahead, there. No, I, I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off, but I think that it's a connection with Henrietta Lacks <clears throat> and what's going on here. <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> with all this chemical warfare, you know, that they put in on us. So I feel like that there's definitely some kind of solution that she's trying to communicate with us because they use it. You know, I, like you say, her sales is is in this warfare that they're using against us. And so there's something there that can be used to interfere with that, you know, how you can scramble stuff and and turn stuff around. I don't don't feel like it's a coincidence that we're talking about Henrietta Lacks and we're dealing with, uh, with chemical warfare here at this point. Well, well, if you see that, if you see that Ant and Walsh man, and and take in consideration the conversations that's taking place, and then what mm-hmm. we've been talking about for years, you you can see it all unfold in there. I mean, it's pretty. And then that okay, okay, so let's go to Bill Murray. Bill Murray. The first thing that I could think about when you say Bill Murray is Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Okay, where what were they trying to do? They was trying to blow up an underground dweller, a gopher. Right? They say he was ruining the golf course. But don't they hide mounds on? They build golf courses on mounds. Oh, 
that's the number one thing the corporations do. They build golf courses on mound sites all over the place, golf courses. Okay. And what do you call that, that waste? When they uh, the land fields, we have that here in Michigan. You know, we have a big one uh, that's on what is that highway going to is it Chicago, Ohio? Is that we got it's a big old yeah, it's out there by um, going yeah, it's a big old mound. It's a land field. That's a mound right there. And they they use a lot of them, and they tell us they minefields. They use them for minefields. Man, I was on tie this in real quick. Yes. So Henrietta was born in Roanoke, Virginia, right? And so the interesting thing about Roanoke, Virginia, is that they have thirteen documented mound complexes. Okay, mm-hmm. and now Roanoke is known. Well, it is it is known as like the Blue Ridge, or it's on the Blue Ridge Mountains. All right. Now there is a thing in Roanoke, Virginia, called the Blue Star Ro- Roanoke Star. The Roanoke Star, like the Lone Star, Texas, we talked about earlier. But the Roanoke Star is a big blue mechanical star. Now, to make it make sense, I'm going to read directly from Wikipedia about the Blue Star Kachina, and hopefully when I read this paragraph, we can have some form of a um, solution. Uh, so okay. I'm going to read directly from the final sign. The ninth and final sign of destruction is described by White Feather. You will hear of a dwelling place in the heavens above the earth that shall fall with a great crash. It will appear as a blue star. Very soon after this, the ceremonies of my people will cease. The end of all Hopi ceremonialism will come when a Kachina removes her mask during a dance in the plaza before uninitiated children. The absence of Hopi ceremonialism will coincide with the destruction of the fourth world. Water suggested that World War III will begin and the United States will be ripped apart by war, leaving only the Hopi in their homeland intact. The war of the end of the world is described as a spiritual conflict with material matters. So I'm seeing that this material world is having this big discrepancy, but at the deep level of it, it's a spiritual solution that is kind of like our protection and our barrier as the world is kind of in this flux. And that's kind of how I perceive it with just understanding Roanoke, the Blue Star Kachina um, prophecy, and we are living in the time of prophecy right now. So the very important thing for us to do is really tap into our spiritual work, like we've been saying this whole episode. Could I add and, to that? Yes, yes. Okay. And remember in the beginning I said that in 2009 we had the return of the ancestors, and we went on Hopi land. Hopi's land there in Arizona is what they call the land of the forgotten 
uh, what is it? Uh, it's where the uranium was harvested. The uranium mines is where they used the uranium from the Hopi land reservation to create the H bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima in World War II. So you you got that part. The part of the Hopi saying is the Blue Star Kachina because the Hopi are nothing but connection to the Dogons in 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 Africa. Their mask and their ceremonies, they're both identical in ceremony in the way in which they worship the the Kachina. And so what we had then in 2009 and 2015 is the coming together of the elders of telling us what we're doing, what we're expected in the fifth world, because the Hopi says, and this is where you talk about the spiritual connection, the Hopi says in the fifth world, you learn that you are the one you've been waiting for. You, We each are the ones we've been waiting for to connect to this part of this next part of ever, because in 2012, we crossed the galactic center. And now we're on the other side from the waters of new. We're on the other side of the galactic center. And in us being on the other side, this is where we're having these alignments in our solar system that is connecting to where we haven't been in 25,920 years. This is the space that we are in in our Milky Way galaxy. And what you have is is that Sirius and you have the, the three moons or Sirius A, B, and C. And so what you have is the white dwarf star, which is, is the weight, which is a massive diamond. And a teaspoon of, of that star is the weight of this planet Earth. And so what you have is that at different times, that planet will turn red and then they will turn blue because the red and the white and the blue comes from the, the galaxy. If you look at some of these these galaxies that they're now picturing, you will see this is where the red, white, and the blue comes from. And what they're doing is is that 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 G in in the Masonic square and and compass is the G is not God, the G is galaxy. And so what we're doing now is reconnecting back to our galactic self. This is why we're moving from a Homo sapien to a Homo spiritus. And this is why I was sharing about the the crystal water, because silica, this is what this whole technology is based off of, silica. We couldn't be transmitted if we didn't have silica. And so the silica is being given to us again, because this was part of the destruction of Atlantis and, and Mu, and being able that they had what they call the crystal cities. And so what we're now being privy to is this ancient information of geomancy, alchemy, astrocartography, and these are the tools that our ancestors knew because astronomy, the the part of that was dealing with what we call horoscope. Horror means the hour and the scopia means the watcher. They didn't have a clock, so what they would do is have someone sitting outside when you came to life on, I mean, when you were birthed into life, they were the watchers to see mm-hmm. what the star alignment was when you came and took your first breath. 
When your spirit enters into a body, there is a certain alignment at that exact moment of your taking your first breath. And these are the chartings that we do in creating our astrological charts. The the astrologers that we have on know what you're talking about. For sure. Right. Yeah, they remind me of the, they call them back then, like the sages, right? When they would sit outside in the mountains and they'd know when a baby is born and they'd look at the the skies. And then they even often know the baby name. Hmm. Now, um, we, we we have a caller, though, that's been waiting since the beginning. So we're going to get to her so you can uh, kind of give her some answers. But before we do that, I want to get the information in here. Now, Hood Mystic, you write books. You have a book out. Tell the people how they can contact you and get your information. Yeah, um, y'all can go. The easiest thing to do is go to Colombian Exchange with no E, so it's just ColombianXchange.com, my latest book. Or you could just Google my name, Kyrie, K-Y-R-E-E, last name, Anthony. Um, My latest book is called Spiritual Being, Having a Human Experience. It's really a spiritual reference book. I've been doing a lot of work over these past years, so I wanted to do like a a compilation and just kind of like simplify all of the, the things that I know and the things that I understand over this past nine years of study and um, really just to streamline and just have a basis so I can go deeper into the spiritual work. So my next book that I'm working on is a tarot book and uh, just understanding the basics and the understandings of tarot. But everything that I've done is available online, Um, all of the reviews, uh, all of the work before you decide to like purchase it or get into it. But if you want something that is simple and understandable, but you also want to take your spiritual development seriously, uh, my work is for you. That's who I write towards, you know, just regular people living life. But, you know, I find it very difficult um, reading spiritual books for some reason. So I had to do a lot of studying and a lot of definitions and etymology to get my own understanding. And so I just like to share it because I truly believe that it can help people. So if you're interested, you can email me at hoodmystic at gmail.com. I can give you some direct links. Or if you just want to talk or ask me certain things, if you're new to the spiritual journey, um, just hit me up. So that's hoodmystic at gmail.com if you want any any, any additional information from me. Thank you. Excellent. Okay, Kai. And, and excuse yeah. me, Kai, just Kyle. a second. Y'all, y'all go check out your brother's uh, mound. You know, the, he visits the mounds, and he take you around the mounds, and, he, you know, he – you know, he show you the geometry of the mound. He show you the, the eagle mound. He show you the, where the tail and the wing is, you know, and the head. So, yeah, y'all check, you know, the brother putting in work. We like that, you know. That's that's tight, all right? Yeah. That's about Yeah. Has he done uh, Hawk Mound in Eatonton? 
I've only really been to like Ohio mounds and I'm going to make it a point this summer to do some mounds in Louisiana and Texas this year. Okay. And Ohio uh, did Serpent Mound. Yeah. Yeah, I did Serpent. Serpent Mound. I actually got a video for that. Um, if you just Google Serpent Mound and the Hood Mystic, got a lot of um, real good video on um, Serpent Mound. Right, because and that's on YouTube, just... right? Yep, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because ahead, my nation, that I, my my ancestry of nation of Shawnee, we just reclaimed, and and the Forest Service has turned the mound back over to us as our reservational land. So Kumza, he is the king of the Shawnee, and they have like a little. Uh, area dedicated to him and one of the I just know for a fact that one of the pictographs has Takumza there as the king of the Shawnee so that's right and exact okay Kyra Kyra yes uh, my name is Kai French and you can um, there's YouTube videos on me as well too without break down the morality but you can look on my website. There's information on there as well, too. My website is Kaya French, K-Y-A-F-R-E-N-C-H.com. Um, I am a writer for New York Amsterdam News, so you can also look on my Instagram. I do post them there. You can look on my Instagram at knowyournumber, K-N-O-W-Y-O-U-R-A-U-M-B. The E is a three, R-S, and that's Know Your Number. And my Gmail is also is knowyournumbers at gmail.com for answers and questions as well. Contact number is 866-31-5088. And that is for me. I am an astronomical analyst. Excellent. Both of y'all. Okay, let me um, open up this line. 216, you have a question for our guest? Two one six three five eight. Are you still there? Hello. Yes. Yes, I'm still here. Okay. What What did you want to know? Uh yeah, I wanted to get some clarity on um um. My new housing, I'm in living in Cleveland, Ohio, and it's for the last 12 years, it's just been very difficult, uh, negative, abusive, and I'm being pulled to live in the Southwest. I chose New Mexico, Las Cruces, New Mexico, and as soon as I finish my dental work, I believe this June, in July, I'll be there. Um, as I said, I have no relatives there, no friends, so I sense that it is of a some type of a higher spiritual calling. And this could I get some clarity on that? I've been researching since well last year and probably uh, in 2021. What's your birthday? July 16th, 
and I'm done saying I'm finishing up. Are you more of like a loner type of person? Um, Yes. Don't really deal with a lot of people? Yes, and it became more so because of all this negative energy that I've been experiencing and to protect my energy and protect my peace. Mm -hmm. I've learned how to do protective shielding. Mm -hmm. So you got to be, I'm going to say something real quick. Uh, So like uh, when you're thinking about this, you got to also think about energies and entities and spirits because these are things too. It's not always people a lot of times. When I'm looking at your chart, you have dominion over the spiritual world and the spiritual realm. So the first question I ask you, are you a loner type of person? That's kind of like a trick question because you're not never really alone, right? There's always energies and spirits around and available to you. So I would really kind of start there with um, having real-life conversation with these energies because what happens if you don't look at the spiritual world real, you begin to project them on people. And then, like, if you were ever say something to a person like, hey, you need to stop doing that or whatever, they'll look at you like you're crazy, right? And you don't want to feel crazy, and you're not crazy. You're just extremely in tune to the spiritual world. So whether you move to um, New Mexico or stay in Cleveland, I think that the mind is going to be something that you're going to have to, like, wrap your mind around because – you are very psychic and very in tune to spirits. And if you listen um, and really know that this is taking place, you will always be directed and you will always be helped and assisted. And even more so, you might be the voice of help or the voice of aid for a lot of people because you are so tapped in. But I look at it as like a person in a room and all of these spirits are like talking and they're all talking. They're all trying to get their point across and it can be overwhelming and overstimulating for you. Uh, But this is why you might have a level of like indecision a lot of times, but on the one level, you're like a lady, a woman, but on the spiritual level, you are a fierce warrior. Um, seeking vengeance uh, from past life trauma. So going into in your future, you got to think about that too, Um, because if you don't reconcile that, you'll be wanting to fight people in real life (laughs) and don't like people in real life when a lot of things that is happening to you is one from past lives and two uh, reference to the spiritual work that you must do. So that's just something that I'm just observing initially. Uh, But you could always reach out to me if you would like to talk more. But you do have a purpose and you do have a path that is to uplift and assist humanity. And you're not crazy, as people might make you out to be. Um, You're just extremely, extremely sensitive uh, to psychic impressions and psychic energy. Yes, and I've yeah. been 
really getting um, more learned and continually about my ancestors because of the trauma, money trauma, um, you know, um, assault, sexual assault, uh, emotional, mental trauma. What is your address? Well, you had to give me the street, but you said something with your house. So what is the address on your house? That I currently am in my apartment. Uh, the mm-hmm. building, the name of the street is Edgewater. No, just, just no, 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 not the street. No, no, just, just, the, the, just the numbers on the address and your oh. apartment number. Apartment number is 103. Number of the street one two five zero six. Is it six one two five zero six? Correct. Okay, so so that tells me that this apartment complex either in the middle of the block or in the cul-de-sac or sit on a corner, and then mm-hmm. your address. What you say? One two five zero six. So one two five zero six as of to a fourteen. So it tells me that's in a. Was it one two five? So it tells me that this house is either, like I said, is in the middle of the block, on the corner, or in the cul-de-sac where there's probably no outlet. Uh, the number on your apartment is a four energy one zero three. So four bring the odd and unusual, ancient type of energy uh, and brings on different mood swings as well too. And this doesn't happen all the time. It's just at certain times. Sometimes maybe at 1 a.m., 4 a.m., 1 o'clock, 4 4 p.m. And then the the not-so-conducive side to this number or the opposition is the 6. So 6 a.m., 6 p.m., you may find yourself can't sleep around a particular time or hour prior coming to these times. You probably can't sleep, uh, sleep. And um, for for you being born on seven sixteen, the sixteen is a seven number, and we are in a seven year. So this is going to be an even more mystical inner understanding of self. You're going to go really down the rabbit burrows this particular year, and I can feel you have so much. Like Harvey said, you're very psychic already in tune, but you have so much, so much on your mind that I'm. Feeling it through his phone is like it can almost give me a headache. I think you need to channel that energy and release it. Whatever it is that's holding you back, whether it's yourself holding you back, um, write yourself a letter, go near some water, be in water, put some salt in your water so you can release certain energy because you have a lot that needs to be unfolded because you're probably not speaking or releasing this energy or maybe and then your purpose, I'm not sure what you do on the metaphysics side of it, but it's not something that's being released, so it's being bottled up and it's stuck in your mind. So if you, you constantly have things on your mind that's like these stories that's lining up and they even nothing ain't even happening because they made up, you got to calm yourself down. Um, I also saw some green bushes with some white bugs on them. So I'm not sure you live it or there's some bushes near that particular area there where you live at, but that was the energy coming forth as well, too, and it was constantly coming. Um, maybe you need to go get grounded and nurture yourself out in nature. 
the seven energy needs to be in nature, a lot of water, a lot of trees, a lot of mountains, uh, rivers, lakes. You also need to travel where there's the sand and the beach and the palm trees. You know, go travel. And I think traveling would give you an experience that you're looking for. Yeah, and she's moving to a, a place like that. She's moving to a place that's full of uh, turquoise, chrysocolla, silver, uh, quartz. You know, that's and that's uh, Los Cruces, New Mexico. I know that area well. Where it's really ancient, part of ancient Mexico, just like Arizona is. And uh, Cochise, uh, Mama Az spoke about in the, in the Dragoon Mountain. There's a uh, very valuable uh, crystal gemstones in that area also. And so. Uh, you have to think about the mineral composition where you're going to, and that's the place of the warrior, Cochise, in that area. Some very vicious natives lived in those lands. They didn't play around. So, uh, you know, like I said, the carryover from Arizona energy going on, you'll be closer to all that vibrant, uh, you know, uh, revolutionary change that's taking place right now inside of our bodies and the chemical spill that happened on the train. I'll say it again. We have a chemical spill that's going on inside of us. And uh, oh, that's yeah. pretty big thing that I'm really, I'm, you know, I'm doing Michael Jackson. I have my, my mirror necklace on. Okay. And I'm looking at it. And I like how the title of the show said, leave your ego at the door, you know, and uh, and that was directly to me. So I thank you all for that. I, I thank you all for how we build here on this university. It's, it's beautiful, you know. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, man, a lot of people want to direct, want want to be so direct, so perfect, so, you know, don't don't. You know, be so that you know. Just, just sometimes, man, we need to relax, man. We we so hard on each other, man, but we don't who bang on these people that we really need to who bang on. So, you know, when somebody make a mistake, if somebody if a, in old school, when you go to a dance and a person used to step on your shoe, it was cool. But then, in the gang banging days in the eighties and the nineties, when people got on crack and different stuff, you step on the brother's shoe, man, you are gonna get a hole in your head. And so, man, let's stop stepping on each other's shoes, you know. Uh, a lot of people be as big on uh, being so exact and direct and the facts matter and all that. But, man, I'll tell you what, man, if you don't know how to disseminate information, show kindness and respect, man, your facts don't mean shit. And so uh, with that, I don't know if you got to uh, – yeah, if you don't if you don't got a tune on uh, to take us out with, we'll go out with that. That, uh, you know what I'm saying, that wasp. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and big uh, yeah, to the fam. Could I, thank could you. I share something with that? Yes. And I think you're you're on point, Eric. And you know, as elders, we're getting ready to become ancestors. And the part that we're doing is is that how do we pass wisdom down? And sometimes wisdom is disseminated and and straightforward. Sometimes it can be, mm-hmm. you know, given in such a way that hoping that the person receives it in a good way. It's not that we are attempting to be demeaning or trying to sound like we're we're greater than. It's a part that we're passing on and knowing how we had to get to where we are and praying that you all, your wisdom keepers, your generation can get to be 73 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, I, and I just and I'm glad that we are able to sit at the at the mound table here with elders and the young generation. I mean, this is how you come up with the solutions and answers when you're able to come together and sit at the table together. 
So I'm just loving it. And I appreciate everybody from being here with us and sharing the energy and your expertise. And everybody has a place in this universe. And uh, I just really appreciate it. And I want to say better love and keep up the good work. Until next time. Better love, everyone. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I told myself long ago I'd never give in No, no, I was wrong Dear woman You'd never know how much I missed you Wish that you could touch my hand Everything and what I need to do 